What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. Brought to you by glanviaconnect.com. Hello and welcome to Farm View. Well, as usual, it's Kieran O'Connor here with your weekly farming program. And once again, I have a busy show for you this week. On our this week's program, I'll visit Flahavans at Kilmac to meet John Flahavan and his son, James, to discuss the huge success of their family business, now would you believe, in its seventh generation. Plus, I also visit Moraid Costin's new exciting market garden, veg and horticultural business in Ring to see at first hand her exciting new innovative venture, Gori Mara. And plus, as always, we'll have our farming calendar. But part of the Minister's Charlie McConnell-Logue's visit to Warford was a visit to Flahavans in Kilmac. Well, after his visit, I got a chance to talk to the Flahavan family, John Senior and James, his son. And indeed, on the handout, there's a simple message. Our story is simple. It's about family, place and about one simple cereal. Oats, timeless, natural, wholesome and nourishing. Not your run-of-the-mill oats. Really says it all. But first of all, John Flahavan, you must be honoured to have the Minister here today. Oh, yes. I'm delighted to have him here. I think it's the first time we've had a Minister actually visit us in all my years that I can remember remember great uh, great opportunity and a great day of course a big message here is the family tradition you've been involved and look at the handout 235 year old family business and generation after generation you must be very proud of that tradition i reckon that i'm the sixth generation and my children then are the seventh generation to be involved in the business but we i suppose if if we look at uh, there would have been a lot of small mills here like if we even if we look at the River Mahan yes. on which we are. The first mill was up in Mahan Bridge. There was another, ours was the second mill. We had uh, Welch's Mill, which is made into apartments. You had the old woollen mills after that. And down in Ballylanin, you had another Welch's Mill. So five mills on what looks yes. like a small little river. But the fact that you have very good growers, very good tillage farmers in this region, very good soil, oh, yeah. producing that good quality roads, that's what it's all about, basically. Oh, well, you know, as I said, that, that was from the from yeah. the early, early yeah. point of view, yes. but we can't speak highly enough of our growers, so we've... We're dealing with them, and my father and uncle dealt with their yeah. fathers yes, <laughs> before them. Fathers and grandfathers, yeah. so that's fantastic. James, part and parcel of the next generation of Flahavans, obviously getting involved with your dad in the company, again, must give you a sense of pride and also a sense of responsibility to drive on this fantastic family tradition. Yeah, thanks, Karen. Um, I suppose, yeah, you would get great um, great pride from, from being involved in a business that has kind of multi, multi-generation longevity that's been around for centuries. Yeah, it's lovely to be lovely to be a part of it now of course oats was fine and porridge was fine and for a while all these uh we'll say sexier type cereals came on board and porridge became something that you that your grandmother steeped tonight before you had to move with the times innovation was key expertise was key and really moving on the business and that was key to the survival because for a while porridge looked like a beaten docket my god have you turned it around 360 yeah i suppose we, we've innovated uh, an awful lot like you said um you know in the last 
20 odd years you know diversified away into making oats as convenient as possible for for people to have you know we recognize all the health benefits but there was you know there was certain kind of barriers for people to to make it at home back in in the old days and you know like you said it probably wasn't as um didn't have the appeal maybe as some of the kind of sugary cereals and things like that but i suppose yeah that's come full circle now people are more conscious of their health and their own bodies and what they're putting into them um so you know i think we've you know we've really benefited from that but what we've done then on on the other side is we've innovated to meet what the consumer needs are you know so whether it's on the mueslis or granolas or or products like that and and more recently the oast drink that we've we've brought onto the market you know really met a a need and that was a real plus because a lot of people have various allergies particularly as regards dairy and i know with uh, little babies having having problems so that that oat and milk as regards the actual porridge itself getting it microwaveable was that a real game changer for you having the microwaveable busy young couples busy busy people go heading off to school heading off to work the microwave will move moving to that was that a real game changer for you yeah i i think it was um really because it just it just opened up the market to a new demographic to a younger consumer to you like you said um a different customer that wouldn't have been making kind of the the traditional pot of porridge that you know like our grandmothers or whoever might might have been making so when you take that into account yeah we we've um you know definitely benefited from that the range that you now have setting out as we'd say Flavins, the porridge outlet and the going back generations as we spoke of the range you now have is really fantastic and i'm sure if any of your grandparents came around now to see what is what, what has happened you must be very proud of the range that you have achieved hitting all the various aspects of a very discerning consumer market yeah i think when you when you look at the number of products that we have out there on the market and if you i think if you just look at the, the products on the irish market we have something like 70 70 products whereas when, if you go back 20 years we might have had four five mm-hmm products um so so yeah like it's remarkable what you can do with the you know the humble grain of oat and how many uses that 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 you can you can find for it um so that that is really the basis for all of all of our product innovations is always starting with the with the key raw material as i mentioned to your dad earlier of course having the growers several growers involved for generations supplying you but that quality grain it all starts there without the quality raw material coming off the combine this is what you're based on yeah I, i think you know when if you were to look at it and compare to any other countries in the world you know Irish oats would be would be probably the one of the highest if not the highest quality um you know globally when you look at yields um tons per acre you know Irish oats tend to be up there right up at the top and you know that's all indicative of a high kernel content which is indicative of good quality oats um so so definitely we mentioned innovation and and diversifying organic and gluten-free now part of the parcel how difficult was the move into that how well is it going and indeed is it mainly for the Irish market or an export market I suppose yeah we're, we're doing organic we've been doing organic for a good number of years maybe about I'd say oh, coming on 15 years now that we've we've been producing that product and, and we have a really good kind of track more record base. on it yeah yeah so we're we're exporting a lot of it we're actually exporting more organic oats than we're we're using for the for the Irish market which is great um, we're the number we're the number one brand of organic oats in the UK market you know which we're really proud of um, of, of that accolade um, and I suppose on the, on the gluten free side that's also meeting a consumer need you know right. you know, given celiacs and, 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 and everything like that so that's a more recent product launch for us but it, it's it's going it's going quite well as well Well I'm a good supporter of your gluten free one I can tell you and have it every morning as regards the UK market you mentioned how badly affected have you been with Brexit what has been the impact of Brexit or is there more to come or do you feel that you've weathered the storm as regards export particularly for, for your organic 
Kilkenny coast that has used number one in the UK? I suppose Brexit has probably, you know, in terms of the biggest challenge over the last, say, you know, number of years has been just the pure time that we've had to dedicate to it, you know, management time, planning um, that we've had to put into it, taking different precautions around getting storage over in the UK, additional costs associated with that. I suppose they're they're kind of past now. Um, so we've moved past that part. You know, it's not as bad as people, you know, as we were thinking that it could be. You know, there's no duties and tariffs on our products going into the yes. UK at the moment. So, you know, it's not as it's not worst case scenario, but there still is challenges associated with it. So, you know, there's still measures that are going to come into place, you know, later in the year um, from the 1st of October and the 1st of January. There's going to be new practices brought in around certifications and and, and things that... But so that far, so good. You're staying on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, you know, the from the the retailers over there, you know, we're, we're, we're doing still still very well. You know, we're still in growth and we're very happy with that. Um, yeah. Finally, James, on the whole area of sustainability and delighted to see here what you've done. And I know there's the Climate Action Bill, the whole area of environment. But my God, have you embraced it? You've your solar panels, you've your wind power. And indeed, you have your also integrated wetlands as well. So huge work on from an environmental point of view and from sustainability, which is now key both for farmers and for industry. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, on the sustainability side, we're, we're founding members of Origin Green, the Board BIA program. And, you know, very, very happy with that. Like you said, we're doing a lot of those initiatives. We have the wind turbine, we have the solar panels, we have a water turbine. And all of those contribute to our energy requirements. You know, we we estimate at the last count that we're about 70% self-sufficient in terms of energy generation, that we, we make generate all that energy ourselves, you know, and we burn the byproduct of the oats as well, which um, means that we don't have to use fossil fuels. So all of those different items are, you know, have been a big kind of uh, contributor. Um, I suppose, you know, we just feel that it's it's the right thing to do a lot of the time. You know, obviously there's some, um, there can be financial benefits to it as well, um, you know, with, with kind of the, the green plan and that. But I think, I think yeah, we've been happy with how it's gone. Finally, John, turning back to you, the seventh generation, you must be delighted at where you are at present and where you are for the future, how it has developed. Indeed, you're, you're, the next generation are really embracing the Flavins brand and driving it on for the future. Well, I suppose if we look at it here, like any business, you can't sit back on your laurels. So we've been continuing to innovate, continuing to bring out new products. Even this year now, we're putting up a new silo for organic oats because we, we need more uh, organic storage. And that's going being put up at this point in time. So full steam ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and at the moment, I suppose it just so coincided with the minister's visit. We had the first load of uh, organic oats delivered into us today so it's kicking off the harvest well john and james are keeping up that great tradition well done you've innovated you, you've from a sustainable point of view and from a product range well done you're doing war for proud indeed the farming and agri industry and great to see the minister come down here today to recognize what you've achieved thanks for talking to me yeah thanks here farm view with kieran o'connor on wlr with glanviaconnect.com thousands of products in the palm of your hand and you welcome back to part two of farm view now before i talk to maureen costin about a very successful venture in ring let's have a look at some items from our farming calendar turning to our farmer markets and country markets and what an array of local farm fresh products we have available right around the city and county every week this Saturday morning, Walford Farmers Market, John Roberts Square. Also this Saturday morning, Tremor Farmers Market, Priest Road, Tremor. And of course, the Strabley Farmers Market running from 10 until 1. Sunday, this is more Farmers Market, Castle Avenue, Lismore, from 10 until 4. Well, also this Sunday, of course, we have the Ardmore Farmers Market, just off the beach car park, running from 11 until 3. 
Well, on Thursdays, the very popular Dungarvan Farmers Market, Grattan Square, Dungarvan, always a hive of activity running from 9 to 2 every Thursday. While on Friday morning, Dungarvan Country Markets are now back at the Causeway Tennis Club in Abbeyside, running each Friday from 9 until 1. While also, of course, on Friday, we've Walford Farmers Market in St. Olaf's Hall, also running from 9 until 1. On the show jumping front, of course, the very successful Shannonkill House Equestrian Centre unregistered summer leagues continue every Friday. It's a hive of activity every Friday in Kilmac, running from five, with the finals due to take place on Friday 27th. Well, one woman who's made a big impact on the whole food scene in County Warford over the past few months has been Maureen Coston from Ballycoreen in Ring, of course, uh, a market gardener who set up her own uh, veg garden out here in Old Parish. Early in the week, I got a chance to go out and to talk to the lady herself. First of all, Maureen, do you want to tell our listeners about what you have here and what you have an offer? But firstly, how did you I decide to get involved in this whole area? Thanks for interviewing me, Kieran. This is great. Um, so I was on a career break in 2017 from healthcare and had been working in it for about 17 years and was a bit stressed out and all the rest of it and I decided I needed to do something nice to nurture myself so I decided it was time to kind of take an opportunity to learn how to grow veg and to be in nature for a while So obviously you'd been looking after patients and humans for years now you wanted to get back in and look after plants because they won't be coming back to you Exactly, they don't talk back you know. Yes, they just yes, you, yeah, you, you, yeah. you help them grow that So obviously it. it's good to have an idea you're here in beautiful soil out here in Ring your brother Jamie looking after well-known Olympian Walker looking after the dairy and you had the soil but where did you get the expertise or how did you go to get the expertise? So I sought advice from a good friend of mine who's um, a market gardener in East Cork, Helena. She has been working in it for about 15 years now so I just asked her what's the best approach to learning all about organic horticulture so she advised me to go to Drumcolliher uh, organic College in Limerick to do a level 5 horticulture course right. and it's part time distance learning so it wasn't a li- living in there full time and then I was able to ha- get an opportunity then to catch up with Jim Cronin and Clare who's a man who's 40 years plus working in this field as a market gardener and expert in his field he actually won the ambassador for nature award last year fabulous so he had an internship for 8 months and available to me to go up there and live there for 8 months full time working with a market garden now obviously having the idea having the concept to decide the, the variety of veg you would grow, what you'd actually grow and how you'd go about it. Were you able to do it all in that short time? Or are you still on a real learning curve? Oh, totally on a learning curve. I mean, every season is a learning curve, right. I'd say. And someone actually said those words to me today when I was talking about how the crops have been affected by the, yes. the, the, the hot weather and the yes. cold. You know, all the different types of weather we've had this mm. season, it's been very challenging. But um, the varieties I grow is because I like to grow them and I like to learn about mm. them all. And I like eating them right. especially. So yeah. why not grow what you want to eat? isn't it? Now you have a tray of veg down here you might tell her this one because it isn't just your standard carrots and, and, and onions and, and tomatoes. No, no a few, few more bits in there. So we've got lovely curly, green curly kale um, lovely beetroot bunch um, some nice salad mix uh, courgettes, onions, garlic, spinach chard, tomatoes and I haven't harvested the whole lot for you so there's a few <laughs> more still out in the field. And indeed <laughs> having, hap- having the variety is one thing and then you have open drills and you have the beautiful tunnels here. There's an awful lot going on. There is, yeah, but you know, it's it's about being organised, I suppose, and keeping on top of what you're doing. So the winter months are spent preparing and planning ahead, getting your rotations right, getting your beds prepared right. for, thinking about where the crops are going to go and what's going to follow them. So part of I'm, I'm actually I'm actually trying to um, I'm under the Irish Organics Association to convert mm-hmm. to organics, and part of organic farming methods is crop rotation. Rotation is key, really. Rotation the same with cereal growers we done last week. Exactly, the same idea, yeah. yeah, and it's all about soil health and keeping you know right. not. Oh, 
overdoing it to the soil and putting light feeders after heavy feeders and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot involved. You mentioned the whole area of organics. Obviously, a lot of people on the outside may not realise to get involved in organics, I just can't rock up and say I'm, I'm an organic farmer. There's a lot involved. No, see, so there's a process involved and it's, you know, it's 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 part of kind of, I suppose it's you're, you're accountable and you have to have integrity in what you're doing. Mm. So there, there's a system involved where you have to record everything. There's no insect insecticide or pesticide used. It's all kind of... And is that difficult? It's not, actually. Mm. No, it's not. You just have to be a bit more clever about what you're doing. Is it more labour-intensive? It is a bit more labour-intensive, but there's ways around that as well. Okay. I've, I've three lovely nieces who are working with me for the summer, <laughs> so we're doing a lot of weed management right, together yeah. and having a bit of crack. Say, as we're you do, need as we're a lot of hands on deck, and yeah. I would say having the nieces around, but it's very labour-intensive. It can be labour-intensive, but as I said, you kind of what I learned while I was working in Clare with Jim, and I also used to work on the dairy farm with my dad and Jamie as well, milking cows. You have to mix up the heavy jobs with the light jobs. You don't right. just spend a day doing hard graft, wheelbarrowing manure onto beds. You do a couple of hours here and then you do lighter job then and it makes it a bit easier. You there know? must be great job satisfaction. I can see in you, you're enthusiastic. You're loving what you're at. <laughs> sure, who wouldn't love being outdoors in this lovely yeah. summer's weather we've had the last while? It's, it's just really wholesome. I find it really wholesome and healing and totally... You know, it's the, you get the feedback from people is what I love right. most. The community feeling about selling food to people directly. And they're giving, uh, for instance, today I, I had two customers who had lovely feedback for me. Yeah. And I was having a nice chat with them about, you know, what I'm doing. And it can be yes. stressful at times and trying to keep on top of, you know, the supply and demand it's as well. It's very encouraging when you get that. It's lovely. Mm. And it's also nice to hear pe- people. We all love food and food mm. is really important to everyone. So to actually pr- provide local food right. to local people and get that feedback directly to me, it's just lovely. And it makes my job worthwhile, you know. No, you had the idea you come back from being in the medical side let's say to get involved here as regards setting out have having one idea covid comes on board and lots of other problems that must have been was there any stage when you said my god have i taken the wrong decision here Definitely not. So this time last year, I was actually working in a COVID assessment hub in Cork. Okay. I was redeployed for my physio job to that, yeah. and in the middle of it. So do you know, I I worked so you long in front, healthcare, frontline. Front yeah, line, yeah, yeah. frontline. But my dream is to work for myself always, and I love growing food. And the two things together are here for me now, and right. I'm delighted with what, what I'm doing. Now, when you grow these beautiful veggies, one thing, then you have to have a market for them. Where yes. did you go about it and how well are you, are, you, are, you, are you managing on that front from a sales end? So from a sales end, my I, my plan was to deal mostly directly if, if possible. So I set up a website and I have a shop online, garimara.ie, and people can look online. Garimara. Garimara.ie. And yeah. you might explain to the non-initiate, non- I know Mara, Mara's tea, but Gary <laughs> caught me on it. Gary is another word for Gordine in Irish, ga- yeah. garden. So yes. it's the sea garden, but also Mara is the Latvian goddess of the land. Right. And Mara is an abbreviation of my name as well, so. So website was key for you. Did you go yes. for help there? Because obviously during lockdown, website became key in online sales. Website, I tell you now, I'm, I've, I've learned so many skills, plumbing, electrician, you name it. Yes. But the website stuff, IT stuff, I wasn't... Uh, and fee on, but you I, had to go locally for a bit of help? I set it up myself and okay. I had a good friend of mine who's an IT background who sat with me and we Brilliant. went through it together and she said, yes, do that, don't do that. And I'm still, it's a work in progress, right. so I'm getting my head so around it. So obviously online, how successful has that been? Have you developed a lot of customers? Is it just from Waterford or outside? Great, like it's all locals and mainly Brilliant. from Ring actually and then Dungarvan area as well. Um, I've got the Greenway Eco Store as a collection point in Dungarvan, which is amazing. Another lady from Old Parish Every actually. Thursday, of course. Every yeah, Tuesday. Scouts, or Tuesday. This is a different, yeah, this is a collection. 
connection from directly from my website. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then otherwise I go to the If You Can Fish down in Unrhine and I meet local ring people to deliver oh on God, Tuesdays yeah. um, between four and And as six. regards shops or restaurants and as regards uh, commercial retailers? Yeah, so basically as the as the food was growing and the website was getting underway and, you know, people demand wasn't as high as I'd mm. hoped to be. So I went looking for customers then and my first customer was actually Cass and Cohen Dungarvan. I'd rock it and he wanted us for the salad. Stephen was great. So I've salad bags in his fridge and then Connor Lannan Country Store was open arms come in and I've, I've you know I'll take whatever yeah. you've got basically and the farm shop Balanacorti Collie I was talking to him on, on the phone he said definitely bring a few bags in we'll see how we get on and Fanula was great to sell them there as well great. and then Lynch's Greenhouse I'm in there as well so all the farm shops in Dungarvan and Murray's Pub as well have me yeah. on their menu which is amazing that's brilliant so, all yeah. so then as regards the actual variety and we're looking here at beautiful beetroots and I'm a big fan of beetroot and you only planted them last weekend when will you see them coming around and will you only have beetroot for a certain time or will you have a different crop coming on so I have beetroot growing in the ground here since the start of April I put them in trays the start of March and I've had four different successions of them which means I've planted four different beds so they're just coming all the time brilliant so they've started I started cropping them the end of May I'd say and they'll they'll keep going over winter so the ones you've set here now in front of us they'll be going over winter I'll probably have them next year. For Halloween, you'll have them for Halloween. Oh yeah, well past Halloween. I'll start picking them in Halloween if they're not all gone in the other beds. Indoor, outdoor, obviously Ballycoreen. It's beautiful here, lovely sunny day. I can imagine on a wild wet November evening. um, The tunnels are key and getting the mix right between the outdoor grown grown veg and indeed the indoor in yeah, the tunnel totally so the, the, the all year round cropping mainly your, your crops mainly come from your tunnel you know so you have your stuff in the ground outdoors I have carrots and I've got Brussels sprouts actually and um, what was the other thing the wood pigeons were eating a lot of my stuff and me they were hungry the, and yes. I could see them getting fatter every time I looked into the sky and are you finding the variety that you're growing here like people are very into food as you mentioned but I'm, I'm sure as you taught me earlier you actually have your, your online shop so people can see the huge variety that you have it's all on there exactly yeah. yeah so everything's online so I keep most of my stuff so I wouldn't have a lot of everything so the stuff that I grow a lot of would be going to the country store for instance okay. and farm shop and Cass and Co but the other stuff I keep for my direct customers like tomatoes courgettes cucumbers I have a few of them as well just different kind of you know you, you wouldn't have so much but you'd kind of accommodate for maybe 20 box customers that's how you plan it okay yeah. so two final questions you say you're on your way to being an organic how long more is involved to be fully an organic grower and secondly how can people find out more yeah so I applied last December but I've been practicing organics in this farm because I've been cultivating okay. the last few years so I'm hopefully getting um, you had a lot uh, of groundwork done before you started yeah 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 so the, I had an inspection in May and I'm hoping to hear back from them maybe convert in January all going well but Brilliant. it usually takes one or two years depending on how they come so back so at to the you. moment what do we call you so I'm insect, insecticide and pesticide free that's almost it. there yeah 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 and finally for people to find out more it's a fantastic story you might Thank tell you. them how they find out more or listen yeah so my website is www.garimara.ie I'm also on Instagram Garimara and Facebook Garimara as well and it's all there Gary Morrow, we spoke to your dad earlier. He's a proud dad. Jamie's running the successful dairy farm out in Tokyo as we speak with the walkers. Yeah. But Moraid, well done. You had a dream. You're 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 getting to the to, to the finish line. Well done. A year ago you were involved in frontline COVID. Now you're involved in, in feeding the county. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a million, Kieran. And before I go on the racing front, we had a good week again for local Warford Connections. So well done all round to Dungarvan Jock Trevor Whelan, who's on a great run at present. 
He rode a double at Leicester and backed it up with wins at Lingfield and Chester over the weekend. So what a great run young Trevor is having back home. At Galway, Henry de Bramot had a fine double, while also Warford owner Debbie Halley was in the winner's enclosure, as was Dungarvan trainer John Queeley with a fine winner on Friday evening at Galway as well. At Roscommon then, early in the week, we had a win again for Henry de Bramot and also a nice winner for Kilmac owner Debbie O'Byrne. So what a week all round for local Warford connections. And don't forget, of course, on the racing front, next week all roads lead to Tremor for Tremor's annual four-day racing festival runs from Thursday until Sunday three evenings with Sunday and afternoon meeting as well so best to look to Owen and all his team and Tremor let's hope I'll have plenty of local winners to report on next week's programme so that's my lot for this week's programme once again my thanks to Ray C for all his help in putting this week's programme together so stay safe and hopefully I'll have your company again same time next week Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting Really? Yes Excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky I never win and tell Well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com Play for free right now Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary Void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply See website for details